0: Welcome back once again, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Time for a conversation with Wolfgang, presented by the Spa at West Glen. Wolfgang, it is Mother's Day weekend, and if you're like many guys out there, uh, you might not have gotten anything for the special lady in your life, mom, wife, whatever it may be, stop on out to the Spa at West Glen, get yourself a gift certificate Extra, you get a $100 gift card, you get an extra 20 bucks on top of it. Can't beat free money, and it's a great gift for that great woman
1: in your life. Wait, it's Mother's Day weekend? <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. What was that again? Doctor? Oh, who is that again? Do- I want to get her. Okay. Tell me, please.
0: Dr. Heidi Cook,
1: the okay. spa
0: at West Glen.
1: Okay. You know where I West Glen is, right? Yes, I need to do that because the people in my life will love that. Massages, whatever they do, all that stuff they do over there will be awesome. So, can't wait, Trent. Mother's Day. How much do you love your mother?
0: Uh, she's she's pretty good. She's pretty good. <laughs>
1: nice, Trent. <laughs> good Lord, you can't give us any more personal like uh, information on you than that. I mean, we're struggling, you know, for information. Like we we talked we before we went on. People uh-huh. want to know, and uh, people like. I think we need one more sport. What do you think about that, Trent? <laughs> I think we need one more we sport. need to invent. What if we invented a sport?
0: I don't think it would take off. I, I don't think our heads together could come up with anything too good. You, uh,
1: you speak for yourself, son.
0: Oh, you, you got something, huh?
1: I might if you give me some time. All right. There is a sport missing. You like baseball, right? It's I just do. not passionate on sports radio. I want to talk to you about. Um, baseball in the future. I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't think it's a passionate sports topic on sports radio that you can go to for a long time. Would you agree?
0: Uh, I disagree in a way. Uh, you just have to talk about it differently. B- football, basketball are easier to talk about. I mean, it's it's easier to get into both some in-depth things, but baseball, you know, there's so much second-guessing in baseball that you can do. There's so many decisions that are made, guys that are brought up, in-game strategies and situations. The thing is, it's not as simple as you can't get by just watching highlights of baseball and expect to do good baseball conversation by doing that. Sure. You do sure. ha- you have to really watch the games. You have to be involved. You have to be in there on that day-to-day But, hey, hey,
1: Trent, it's so damn slow. I've been doing this. Like, I'm watching the Cardinals a little bit, uh-huh. and, again, I'm just – you know, I'm, I'm a basketball, football, soccer, wrestling, UFC, and now I'm slowly starting to become a, a baseball guy. But it is slow, man. It it's is. freaking slow. And I don't know what to say, what to do, you know, how to tell them to be better. You know, at the i game, we sit on the third baseline, and they have, like, a pitch count. Like, it's nothing that he has to actually pitch in terms of, you know, it doesn't have to be done in that time, but it's like, They're trying to speed up the game. Are they – I just don't believe – I don't know. I'm worried about baseball, I guess.
0: Well, last year helped. I mean, a great World Series. The World Baseball Classic was fun. I know some people got involved right before spring training when that was going on. And and it was fun to watch U.S. win uh, for the first time ever at that. Baseball, it's a different entity. When you look big picture – you know, you look down the line, how are they going to survive? You look at the fan base. You look at, you know, the World Series every year. They they come out with the numbers and the average age, and it's, it's yeah. much higher than any other sport. So, into the future, absolutely, but there's always going to be a spot for baseball, and, and monetarily, they're doing just fine. They're doing yeah. just fine, you know. They— the TV deals that they have locally at a local level. And and that's another difference here where the NFL, you know, we can talk about the Raiders last year making a run and we can talk about the Patriots and you can talk everything. You can talk all 32. That's not really the case here. I mean, you have to localize things. You have to keep it pertinent, especially with the Cubs first, the other local teams. You'll hit a couple of the national stories, but you could sit there and talk about a Sunday night game between the Patriots and Colts. That was a great game. And you could talk. You could kill a segment talking about that. You know, during football season, you yeah. can't get away with a regular season game between the Nationals and Orioles and Orioles, and talk twenty minutes about that.
1: All right, we go one segment or two, because if not, if we're only going one, I want to beat the basketball.
0: We're we're going two here. We're going two. We're going
1: two. Okay, baseball. So Vegas says Dodgers number one. Do you agree with that?
0: Right now, power ranking-wise, the best team in baseball? Is that where you're kind of going?
1: Well, I would say I heard two weeks ago that the Dodgers were Vegas' best odds to win it all.
0: All right, Well, right. I'm
1: picking the Indians, personally. Sticking with the and Indians. And I know nothing.
0: I'm going to see a lot of the Indians this weekend. They came out. Now, hey, can
1: I say this? Can I, can I break off my knowledge real quick? Yeah. Because two of their best three pitchers were not there for the Cubs last year. Yes. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Carlos now, Carrasco? tell me what they lost, yeah. tell me what they gained, is that a stupid pick? Or, I kind of like this baseball talk, just talking to somebody that knows their belief, <laughs> that other people that, you know what I mean? I know tons of people that don't know baseball that actually like to talk it, but I, you know, we're embarrassed to talk it, because you guys have been doing it all your life.
0: No, no, not at, not at all. And, no, the, car, the Indians is a great pick. Uh, they... They got Michael Brantley back, who last year, I think he got like 15 at-bats all year. He's their best outfielder, and some people say maybe their best player. He's still kind of battling back. It was a shoulder injury. Uh, he's a fast guy. The speed's starting to slow down as he's getting older in his career. They didn't have him. You mentioned they didn't have Danny Salazar. They didn't have Carlos Carrasco. Their two best. They haven't had Kluber healthy this year. We saw how good he was in the World Series. Now, I, I like the pick with the Indians. I'm looking at the odds right now. World Series odds We per, go with Dodgers,
1: number one. I don't know what it is. They,
0: they are not. It is still the Cubs are still the favorite in you're Vegas. Now, where
1: are you going, Trent? Now, be serious. They're 500.
0: They are 500. They are 500. There's no doubt. Hey, you're uh, going a little faint on me there.
1: You're 500.
0: Is that better? Much better. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> 500, but again, you have to look at opportunity costs. The Cubs are going to be fine. They're going to be a playoff team. This team is way too talented for them to miss the playoffs. But, but
1: Trent, you're a Vegas guy. You know that. You're, you're friends with uh, Mr. Ken Miller, yes, right? Yes, yes. Big time. Big time Vegas guy. He knows his stuff. Brings um, odds on your show yes. before anybody else has it, right? Yeah, yeah. Does that. Is that crazy that the Cubs are still number one? Please tell me that's crazy.
0: Who would you be betting your money on? Okay, you got the Indians. You have to take a National League team. Who are you confident? In? You you said the Dodgers. You like the Dodgers. Right now, they are the sixth selection in uh, the odds that I'm looking at to win the World Series. Oh, my
1: Series. gosh. So I'm I'm way, I'm like old history. That was two weeks ago. Two weeks so ago. So what have they lost, seven in a row or something? No, no. They, Cody Bellinger
0: has come up, one of their big prospects. He has been incredibly good. So they, they've had that. Uh Adrian Gonzalez is on the DL right now but no it's still the Cubs and I don't know where you heard that because I don't remember a time where the Cubs still haven't been the favorite this year at least in terms of betting. You know power rankings those kind of things sure but in terms of betting I think the Cubs at least from what I've seen have still been the favorites all year.
1: So you think what I'm what I'm hearing you say is you think I'm crazy that I heard that the Dodgers maybe 2 to 3 weeks ago were the number one Vegas odds to win it all. You're thinking I'm crazy because I also heard a story where they have two studs that have come up and they actually can't make a spot for them on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, Cody Bellinger's one. He's been ridiculously good. He's kind of an outfielder by trade, but they've been playing him at first base. So he's been the guy that has come up and just absolutely mashed at this point. He's been really good out there playing left field. Jack Peterson's been hurt, but here's Bellinger's numbers. Kid's 21. He's uh, yes, the 21 year old. Yes, he's hitting 322, six homers, 17 RBI, on base percentage at 385. His OPS right now is over Ah. 1700. Yeah, he's in good shape. He's looking like he's going to be in a real. Thank you,
1: sir. Thank you, sir, for the advanced analytics. I'm sick of talking to people about batting average. What a (laughs) joke. Okay, I'm sitting here listening to, oh, who's the, the Cardinals? Uh, oh, who's the guy that Deion Sanders uh, dumped the uh, Gatorade on? McCarver. He got Tim McCarver. Oh, uh, Tim McCarver. Okay, let me tell you something. I, I watch, I've I watched him in national games, and I've watched him in local games. In local games, let me tell you, he has a sense of humor. He's all giggly and happy and funny. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's smoking dope or something. I don't know what's going on, Trent, but he's all fun and happy son and Abby. the national, when he goes on national back in the day, yeah. he was a jerk. And I, Tiff's son is going to hear this, and I'm going to have to explain myself. Do you agree or disagree with Tim McCarver?
0: Uh, he's different. There, There's no doubt about it. I was never a McCarver. But he knows his bleep, right? He does. He knows
1: that. his bleep. He's teaching me stuff. I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. So you're you're on the Cardinals bandwagon is what you're saying.
1: That's your no, tip. No, no, no. I'm a I'm – we're we're split between our family and I'll tell you off air about about Tiff and how uh, yeah the Cubs uh, oh, anyway um, yeah I can't I, I I can't do it on the radio okay I, I'd like to because it makes good radio but I just can't do that so I'm a Cubs and a Cardinals fan but I'm mostly a Cubs fan and uh, the family has kind of a close connection with the Cubs family in terms of bringing them here. And, uh, we had some crying going on last year. Oh some wow. I bet. I'll just say that. Yes, yeah, some hardcore crying. And it's, uh, and we've talked about this before and I don't think it's wussy and it rhymes with wussy. I don't think it's wussy. I think it's sports and it's hanging out with your bros, hanging out with your dad, hanging out with your brother, playing catch you know, with the football or with the baseball or whatever. It's just not sports. The people don't get it. I don't get Trent.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you there. Hey, so I'm I'm looking here, and there's been some, you know, some fun stories that have popped up both on the local level. You know, the Brewers are playing pretty decent. Uh, Eric Thames, the kid that played the last three years over in Korea, has come back and he's been mashing. They're over 500. The Reds have been interesting. The White Sox and Twins are both off to pretty decent starts in the American League Central. So, both here at the Midwest level, we've had those stories. The Cardinals, after that disastrous start, have played so well here over the last three weeks, but I was looking at, after I brought up the World Series odds, I took a look at the division odds, uh, what you can bet right now, mm-hmm. and before the year, I mean, it seemed pretty cut and dry, you knew who was going to win at least four of the six divisions. It was going to be the Nationals in the NL East, the Cubs in the NL Central, the Dodgers in the NL West, America League Central is going to be the Indians, and then the other two, both American League West and East, he can make more arguments, and and that's kind of playing out, but I, I looked at it here. So, the Nationals right now—if you back-
1: do you like, like it—that I bring up these questions, to you of course as I do. a just an ignorant person on baseball, no, I, that I makes you actually like back up your opinions because I like when like somebody that I'm and with, like they don't know their belief, Yeah, I enjoy it asking me questions. I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. So yeah. anyway, go.
0: So uh, we talked before the year how it, it seemed like there was it was pretty easy to pick division winners and kind of like that. And still in Vegas, it's that way. The Nationals, right now, just to win the National League East, if you bet them today here on on May twelfth, yeah, to win a dollar, you got to bet fourteen. <laughs> they're they're negative fourteen hundred. The Cubs That's to good. win the division, we know they're not in first place. They're sitting right now, in fact, in fourth place in the division. Still, to win a dollar, you got to bet five dollars. They're minus five hundred. They're a huge, huge uh. favorite. The Dodgers out west are minus 200. The Indians are minus 600 to win the American League Central. Now, what were the
1: Nationals again? Uh, Compare the Nationals to the Cubs, real quick, for us non-betters that haven't bet for years. Well, the Nationals are even quick.
0: bigger because, uh, well, there's nobody else good in that. Way career. bigger, right? Yeah, way bigger. Way bigger, way bigger. They're ridiculous at, at negative 1,400. The Astros are minus 1,000 right now. you got to bet 10 bucks just to get a buck back. If you're betting on the Astros to win the American League West, so uh, the way it's currently constructed, there that delineation between the haves and the have-nots still seems pretty big. Is that going to play out? Probably. Uh, of those, you know, fun starts that we're off to. I don't see the Twins or the White Sox having any, you know, staying power. I don't see the Reds or the Brewers having any staying power. Even the Rockies oh. out west and the Diamondbacks, who were both off to good starts, uh, both those teams. To win the division, to beat the Dodgers, to win that division, I still can't envision that either. So you kind of go through things, and it seems like that gap is still there even a month and a half into the season.
1: And the, who's, who's the bad arse for the Yankees? Six-seven, just a freaking pimp. Who's the stud for the Yankees?
0: Aaron Judge. He is a...
1: Okay, I've seen him play three times. He's a monster freak, of a man. Oh, he is a monster of a man. I don't. Is he as monster of a man as the Miami Marlins guy, um, Giancarlo Stanto, or what is his, what's his name? I heard the stud of all studs, baseball pros that everybody agrees knows more than everybody. And I can't remember his name. He's an older guy. He's a nice guy, and he said this Stanto guy or uh, Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton. Stanton. Thank yeah. you. Um, and I used to listen to local sports Miami radio. That's the only reason I know that is because I used to listen to LeBron stuff, mm-hmm. but. They used to talk about him, and this guy said he is the strongest human being in baseball that he's ever seen. And I wish I remembered this guy's, this baseball mucky-muck, head of heads, you know, talking-head guy. I can't remember his name, but you would like him. And everybody I've brought his name up to says, yeah, if he says it, it's true. Mm-hmm. Is this guy literally the strongest... We're not in the steroid era, era anymore. I look at these guys, and I'm, and I'm talking to Tiff's son, Trent, and I'm like, these guys look like they don't even lift weights. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I missed a ton of baseball, Trent. I missed a ton of baseball, and I'm looking at these guys, and I'm like, they look like they haven't even lift weights. And, and those guys back in the day, Barry Bonds' his arms looked like his waist. Right, Mark McGuire's arms look like his waist, you know. And I, will, the one guy that I will say and I will stick up forever, Ken Griffey Jr. I will guarantee you, and I will also guarantee you, um, Jeter was never on roids. Never saw so him on a Saturday Night Live skit, and I don't think he could bet more bench more than I can. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe it's not just the steroids though. Remember HGH, the the ability to come back and Griffey also? Interesting. Broke down later in his career A- anymore. I just it's I have doubts about it. Well, that's
1: normal. What do you mean? That's normal to break down. That's what makes me think that he was he was, you know, clean. That he broke down later in his career. I think that's normal. Well, he started- It's not normal to go 40ish and hitting bleepity bleep
0: home runs. He started breaking down though when he was like 31. Not, you know, Is that not is that not normal? Eh, more mid 30s is when I don't know.
1: I I don't I don't know. understand what you're saying here. You're you're I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not sure what you're saying here. I,
0: all I'm saying is uh, if if you told me anybody was on steroids or HGH at the time, I wouldn't be shocked. Even Jeter or Griffey even though I like both those uh, guys. I would I personally
1: say Jeter don't, Jeter is probably the number one guy. I saw him on a Saturday night, Saturday night Live skit, SNL skit, and it was embarrassing. He, I'm like, dude, get in the weight room. He did not take steroids, and I'm not even a fan of his because he never answers the question. Would you like to have him on? No. He wouldn't answer a damn question you asked him, right?
0: <laughs> probably not. Probably. Oh, to answer your question, Giancarlo Stanton is a uh, six six two forty five. Aaron Judge Six yeah, seven. Judge. Aaron Judge is 6'7", 282. <laughs> he weighs 35 pounds more than he does.
1: Me likey, me likey. He is. Oh, love it. He so is, how, old, how old, Judge? He is he is going is, to be the next literal, legitimate stud, non-steroid-using baseball stud that we have? No. I have no. to
0: keep my eye on or no. That's not no. Scott. I he's first of all, he just turned twenty five. You know, he's not one of these super young guys coming up like okay. Giancarlo Stanton was. He was a guy yeah. that uh took took longer for him. Holes in the swing has always been something and it's fun watching these guys. But in fact I I just talked about this yesterday. Uh and I was equating it back to the Cubs. But this is just young guys in general. A lot of times you'll see baseball players that come up and they absolutely fire onto the scene, either for a month or two or even a full rookie year, you'll see a lot of guys, and then they fall off. Uh, One that is from my team, Danny Santana, who just got cut this week and uh, designated for assignment, and they got a trade with the uh, Braves for him. He had an unbelievably good rookie season. He could play outfield. He could play infield. wasn't great defensively anywhere, but he had it at a level that we'd never seen him do before in the minor leagues. Well, when pitchers then had the book on him and they adjusted, he couldn't make those next adjustments back. And that's the question for the Cubs with their young guys, with Addison Russell, with mm-hmm. Javi Baez, Wilson Contreras. Now, what,
1: what's your question on them? I love those guys.
0: Well, they're what's young, your question on they're, they're young guys, and they had incredible years last year. But now that the book is out on them, now that pitchers oh, know gotcha. where their weaknesses are, can they make those adjustments back? You know, Chris Bryant, we've seen that. Went through, had a great made adjustments, pitchers made adjustments, he was able to adjust. But the difference between guys that are have those good starts and then continue on throughout their career and the guys that take a step back and still are productive major leaguers but just not at the level that you're hoping for or could develop into yeah. is that second adjustment. For a lot of times, baseball players, they can't make those adjustments. They are what they are, and they can't take that next step forward. And, and for a guy like Aaron Judge, that'll be the question about him. Mentioned Milwaukee and Eric Thames, the guy that was playing in Korea. You know that's going to start to come up now. Pitchers start to see him the second time. Start to yeah. see some of the issues in his holes in the in the oh, batting. Oh God! You know, see,
1: you're, you're you're getting me off on baseball right now. It's, this is actually I get it, and and these all these stats, the the velocity of your home run out oh, of the you know this this stuff. And I brought this up to you a long time ago, and I was just like. Why just nobody, why why are they still saying batting percentage? Who cares? Get on base. I'm a guy that doesn't know baseball. I don't care if you get a hit. Get on base. Have a good eye. And I talk to baseball guys, and they they look at me like, I'm insane. And then they finally go, yeah, you're right. Okay? And I've had that same freaking conversation with basketball. You know, well, somebody will ask me a question. I'm like, you know, you're stuck in your own ways. Does that make any sense at all, or am I sounding stupid?
0: Dre? No, you're sounding good. You're sounding good. Hey, Wolfgang, we need a break here. Speaking of basketball, we're going to talk about that coming up on the other side. Hell yeah, we are.
1: Hell yeah, we are.
0: Going to get your thoughts on Peter Jack Monte Morris is there competing over at the NFL draft, NBA draft combine, and also speaking of the NBA, I got to get your take on James Harden. We're going to do that Dude, coming up,
1: please.
0: James Harden, your boy. You love the beard.
1: You love his game. I do. Actually, I do. Yeah, I, 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 I'm i going to – oh, man, this is going to be interesting. Well, I'm not going to tell, well, tell people what I'm going to say. i will tell people what I'm going to say. Let's
0: do it. We'll get to it on the other side <laughs> here as we roll through. Conversation with Wolfgang presented by the Spot West Glen. Stop on out today. Tell Heidi and company you heard us on the radio talking about the great gift ideas that you can get for Mother's Day at the Spot West Glen. We're back in a moment. Backwood, final time. Wolfgang with us here. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers seventeen hundred here until three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Wolfgang, want to talk some hoops with you. We talked a lot of baseball in our first segment today, and our conversations presented by the Spot West Glen. Uh, let's start with the two Iowa guys over in Chicago at the NBA Draft Combine. Uh, Peter Jock and Monte Morris. Have you watched any of it? Get you excited? You fired up? How's this been going for you?
1: I am very very interested in this because we both love peter jock um you have a i'm not sure do you have a history with him
0: a history as in like we hung out a history no i i don't know what you mean a history
1: i mean did you okay i won't go there but um yeah so jock
0: (laughs) no i i have no history i I saw him when he was a freshman when I was teaching at Southwoods. Uh, no, he wasn't. Even, he was just in the hallways talking to Horner. That's what it was. He was already. Yeah, that's
1: where I was going. Yeah. you taught. You taught there. I wasn't I, I, sure if yeah, you wanted I, to I, say. I talked you to him probably.
0: Yeah, I've probably talked to him twice for maybe a combined five minutes back when he was in high school.
1: Okay. Yeah. Love, and you and I both agree. His stroke is pure. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's freaking unbelievable. And I'm not just talking like. Hawkeye history, beautiful. I'm not talking, you know, just the state of Iowa, beautiful. I'm talking forever beautiful. I'm talking like Ray Allen, beautiful. Did you ever hear that, that story about Ray Allen where he was, they had that computer machine where literally it would show, it would show your arc on the shot. Okay. It would show the speed that it came off your hand. It was insane, and nobody's ever brought this up on radio. I haven't heard it locally. I've barely heard it nationally. It's insane. And he was the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for, consistent shooter in the history of the NBA, Ray Allen. It would come off his hand, and they would gauge the arc. This camera slash computer program would 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 program that and see it going in, and it was almost Ray Allen was just a freaking stud. Do I consider him the best three-point shooter ever? No, I don't. You know who is?
0: Who? Don't say Craig Steph? Hodges.
1: No, Steph Curry. No, uh, there's okay. got to there's got to be a there's got to be a certain point where you have to have a certain amount of attempts. You no, know, Craig Hodges never had that many attempts. He you know who else?
0: Uh, What's that? You know. I... And that's the other thing. You know, Larry Bird was a great three-point shooter. He just didn't shoot a Oh, was he? Hey, let me, let me. hey,
1: that's, do you know who my favorite player of all time is? Do you know him yet? Is it Larry you Bird? You know me yet. Larry that's Bird? my favorite player of all time. Guess what his percentage was? His lifetime percentage don't look it up okay from three- point range
0: I, I know it's not very good I, I compared to what we see today. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you look stupid so I, I will I, I will cut I'm it in. No, no I'll guess I'll guess I'm gonna say he was 35 percent
1: oh wow thanks a lot for taking that away from me you just ruined my entire thing that I was going to talk about. Okay. No, it's, it's, I think it's 30, I think it's 37%. Uh, so it's better than it what up you here said. Quick. I'll bring it up. So it's a different game, right? Yes, yes. It's a different freaking game. Yes. Guess what LeBron shot. So so Larry Bird, my favorite player of all time, 37% lifetime average from three-point range. Mm-hmm. Guess what LeBron was this year?
0: he got to be higher than that. He, I,
1: I, I, no, stop, because you're going to ruin it in my segment again. <laughs>
0: What? Then don't ask me,
1: just tell me. It was 36 or 37. I can't remember. So everybody considers Larry Bird the stud of all stud shooters, including me. That's my boy. Uh I had his shoes. His ugly, hard shoes. I had those. (laughs) And went to Gary Garner basketball camp at Drake. That's what I did, yeah?
0: (laughs) You're dating yourself a little bit, (laughs) Wolfgang. I
1: know. I'm old. (laughs) I'm the only one that will date myself. I
0: I have the official numbers here. you ready for them?
1: What are you talking about? Like, uh, like a career average, yeah. Larry Bird. Am I right
0: on 37? 37.6% for his career.
1: Okay, I'm saying, LeBron for, forget year. about career. I'm saying this year, uh,
0: LeBron 36. 36.3. And in his career, he's 34.2. So they're incredibly close.
1: And he's a non-shooter. And yes. he, that's not what he does, Trent. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. That's not his thing. Scoring is not his thing. And he's still shooting almost the best. As good a percentage as Larry effing Bird. It's crazy. Please. Please, people, enjoy this guy. And you, I know, like him. Mm -hmm. Enjoy this guy. Are you seeing these left-handed little floaters, Bleep? Because he signs his, he's a lefty and a righty. It's insane. I've, I've seen him throw baseball passes out of his left hand. His right hand throw baseball passes over, hit him in the freaking pocket. As you know. You know you're a basketball fan, you know that, hit him where they want it, and he's talking about Corver, an Iowa boy, right you're right. You're you right. could argue that Corver is the best three point shooter in the history of the league. You could argue that and not have a problem arguing it at all.
0: you'd be right yeah it's uh It's crazy how numbers in the game has changed, and the game has evolved, and that leads us to as we uh we'll get back to Jack and Monte here in a moment.
1: But yeah, well, I'm all over the
0: place. The conversation brings us to a guy. I was reading Bill Simmons' uh, latest article today. Do you like Bill Simmons?
1: I I used to listen to his podcast every single one of his podcasts long ago. I haven't heard him for a year, so I have no idea what you're going to say. But, I, yes, I love him. He's creative. He's funny. He's fun. He thinks outside the box. Love him. Go.
0: So uh, he had a new article today, and he's talking about LeBron in there. and. You know, he talked about LeBron seeing what Harden was doing and what D'Antoni was doing with him, and you know he's taking it to another level and saying we're going 1-4 low and we're going to bring a high screen, and LeBron's going to do whatever he wants, and it's worked beautifully well. But before LeBron, Harden last night, and Harden in general, I've said it before, Wolfgang, to you, I hate watching the guy play. It's not that he's not talented. It's not that he's not a good basketball player. I hate his style. I hate the herky-jerky the bumping into guys. The jumping beautiful into... basketball. I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But that's not what we're here to talk about. James okay. Harden in his career, going back to his first big moment, NBA Finals when he was on Oklahoma City, he was awful yeah. in that series. He was terrible in that series. They made the Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago. He was bad in that series. This year, an MVP, maybe the MVP of the league. We'll see how the voting goes when we find out here in, what, another two months before they release a stupid thing. But we will find that out. And he choked like a dog in the big moment again. And don't give me the ankle injury stuff. He came back and he played well finally in game number four. The ankle was feeling fine then. Game five, you got no Kawhi on the court. Tony Parker's out. Tight game with four minutes to go. And he disappeared. Oh, he had a triple-double. Who gives a crap? He was terrible down the stretch in that game. They lose in overtime. And then last night... Last night, no thanks. James Harden is a good basketball player, but we cannot put him in that upper echelon. We can't put him with Russell Westbrook, what? with LeBron, with oh, Ply. He is not— you can't, you, can't put, you can't put him with Russell no, Westbrook? you can absolutely not. That what? guy, you want that guy in a big moment. To be a star in this league, you have to be a guy that you want the ball in his hands in a tight moment. You want him with three minutes to go at a tight ball game. You want him to be the guy that controls it. When he's been in those moments, he is choked like a dog. That guy does not belong in the upper, top tier. He is a step below.
1: And I really enjoy Westbrook. I really do. Okay? But I tell you, he's not a team player. He's right. absolutely not. He's yep. got that Kobiness in him. And part of me loves it, the kobe Part of me hates it, absolutely hates it. That he doesn't understand that you have to get other players involved in the game in order to win. It's just it's it's crazy that he doesn't get that. And um, I love Westbrook's passion, and he is the new Kobe. He is. He doesn't care. He wouldn't have done what Harden would have done yesterday. And I listened to Stephen A. Smith, and I totally agree with him. Harden looked like he had been drugged. <laughs> Am I wrong? He no, looked. Yeah. He looked like somebody splits him a roofie. The passes he was making, he'd be jumping in the air, throwing it to the left, not even knowing if there was a defender on the offensive player, on the guy he wanted to pass to. It was embarrassing. He did it not just once, a number of times. How many turnovers he had? I don't know. But it was pathetic.
0: Six turnovers last night. He was bad. He was bad. Uh,
1: And he had nine. Was it nine the previous game? Mm -hmm. I mean... Come on, man. And and he does things that I've never seen in the league. He has that upshift, downshift, Mm -hmm. shoot a three-pointer, let me suck you in, and you can maybe look this up, and I know you have a problem with his game. Fine, that's cool. I don't care. But he's doing things that nobody in the NBA has, has ever done. I think he leads, or is maybe second, and I think he suckered. Let me say this. I think James Harden suckered over a hundred people into fouling him on a three-point shot this year.
0: Wouldn't you want look that me. Up? Wouldn't surprise me.
1: Is that not is that not basketball IQ? Is that not pimp? That's pimp. I think it was like 130 times he suckered somebody into like wanting to block his shot. You know, he does this little you know up shift, down shift, you know, fake, and then shoot. And get him and then he gets three free throws. It's brilliant. We haven't seen this. Why do we have to look at this as like a negative thing? This was awesome. This is new basketball. Why do all you old people hate this? I don't get it. No, I don't, I don't hate get that. it. You, hate just, that. you just want Knicks? You want Mason? No, you just want that? No, Holy no, basketball? No,
0: no, it's no. Pathetic. I lo- Everybody hated it. I love the new style. Don't throw me in there. Just because I don't like James Harden's game. Doesn't mean I don't like the game of basketball today, Wolfgang. That's quite the leap you're trying to make there. I love the way the game has evolved. I love the space and kick. I love the slashing kick. I love that part of the game. It is much more entertaining than garbage we had to watch in the late 90s, early 2000s. That was terrible Wow, basketball. thank you. I love. I just don't think James Harden is a big-time player. That's it. Um, That's it. He's a great regular no, season. He's no. a great regular season, but in a big moment, he has continued... This isn't a one-off deal. This is throughout his career. He has played poorly in a big moment. These two games, the last two games, absolutely dreadful, down the stretch. And then what happened last night? At home, at home you lose by what What did it turn out to 39, be? 39, 39. 39 points. You lose by 39 points in a closeout game? Come on. This guy throughout his career, this is what he is. He's a fine regular season player. He is not of the elite of the elite, though.
1: Which is why I think this whole, and I know you, and I apologize to you for asking you to watch the NBA this no, postseason. No, I, I apologize. It, it, I, I really do. It's been pathetic. Absolutely pathetic, Trent. And I apologize to, for you wanting, I was making you watch it. I didn't want you to watch it, but it it's pathetic and everybody's waiting for, for, uh, actually, you know what? I don't think the Spurs are scared of uh, Golden State. I actually don't, um, but it's going to be fun if we get the Cavs, Warriors again. Even you will be pumped for that. Even you will be talking about that all freaking day long. Am I wrong?
0: No, you're not wrong.
1: No. That will be... Is that Lakers-Celtics? And I've seen this on ESPN. Maybe this is hot take bleep. I don't care. It actually is. It's it's Lakers-Celtics stuff, and Warriors have too much talent. And... Quite frankly, I'm a Cavs fan, as you know. I just can't see them doing it. I just, they have so much talent. They lose last year and then bring in the second best NBA player in the world, and that is going to break Kareem Albuja Bar's record. LeBron's going to beat Kareem's record first. You know who's going to do it second?
0: Who you got? Durant.
1: Durant. Durant. Hmm. He's going to do it second. He will be the number one scorer in NBA freaking History. What's cool is LeBron. That's not even what he does, and he's going to be number one for a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of funny.
0: Durant. Let's see. Came into the league. He has. He's,
1: he's, he's going to do it. He's a scorer. LeBron scores by accident. Everybody wants LeBron to be a scorer. That's not what he does. Passes.
0: Let me find. I'm trying to find his career
1: numbers. Who's who's Durant? Oh, he's gonna he's gonna beat it. Yeah, he's. He will beat LeBron. LeBron will probably barely beat Kareem and then Durant if his legs and knees and so ankles hold big, up.
0: I don't know if he'll hold up. I don't know if he's going right. to hold up.
1: You could be right. So Kareem, yeah, you could be right there.
0: Kareem has scored 38,000 points in his career, 38,000 plus. Durant's at the halfway point. He's at 19,000.
1: Well, LeBron is going to beat it. I, If I had to bet my life on it, LeBron will beat it. He will play long enough because he got to play at the age of 18 versus Kareem, who got to play what at 20 or 21 22 um, he had to stay all four I don't think Durant gets there. I don't I oh I him. do He's got I to play do. another 10. why not what's, what's your' what, he's if, he's he, doesn't depend, he doesn't depend on He doesn't depend on athleticism he right. depends on on length. Unbelievable shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a puss, by the way. We didn't even get into, oh my gosh, what a, he couldn't even bench 185 pounds <laughs> one time at the combine. Could you believe that? Can you believe that, Trey Cotton? 185 pounds. You can't bench one time and the strength and conditioning coaches are laughing at you. He couldn't play back in the 90s era. LeBron could. Okay? Well, Durant, Westbrook could.
0: Durant has yet. not played. More than seventy two games over the last three seasons. He missed nineteen this year. He missed nine the year before. He only played twenty seven games in fourteen fifteen. That's reason number one. I don't think right. the guy he's got to play another decade. That guy's not played another decade. He's not gonna play till he's thirty eight. No, no. I don't think physically he'll be able to hold up. So no, I disagree. Kevin Durant will not beat Kareem's record.
1: All right. How much do you want to bet
0: on this? Uh we will bet a cold I don't know. What's your favorite beer?
1: I don't have one, which is a problem. What do you drink? Maybe we need to get a we need to get a uh, like a, a sponsor of a brewery or something. Let please what? do that? I need a favorite beer. That's pathetic that I don't have one, dude.
0: LeBron's still ten thousand away from catching uh, from catching uh, Cuba, He's also
1: thirty two he's also thirty two mm-hmm. and going on thirty three and please, please people enjoy him while he's there. Did you see that off that backboard? Left-handed dunk, okay? This guy's 32 going on 33 in December. Enjoy him. How long he goes, I don't know. I think he could play a long time because he will um, be able to pass the ball. He's an unbelievable passer like I've never seen before in my life, literally. And I could put his highlight tape up against anybody. Yeah, new old freaks like magic. I could do it. I get so sick of these old people. Let's, I can't stand it, Trent. Let's do this. I can't stand it. And, and I'm old. I watch those. That's my era, dude. I can't stand it. Let's do can't this. I stand you old people.
0: If uh, LeBron plays, let's say LeBron plays eight more years, okay? Wow. Uh, God
1: bless America if that happens.
0: And he, uh, eight more years. Would that make
1: it 41, yo. Right? 40? 40, or 41, yeah. yeah. So that would 40, be... are going on 41?
0: And he averages 75 games a year. That means no major injuries, you know, your standard layoffs. We'll give him 75 games a year. That means he will play 600 more games in his career, okay? You with me so far? Mm-hmm. He would still... Okay, he can do that. Yeah, that's no problem. He'd have to average 17 a game. That's no problem.
1: Yeah, and there was, there was, a, there was somebody that put out that he'd have to average 22 for the next blank years, and I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Somebody did the math, and that's why I'm throwing that out there. I didn't do the math myself, but (laughs) yeah, the the guy's a freaking stud, and I don't care. I almost don't even want him to beat that, because that's not what he's about. He's about freaking being a team player, bringing his other guys along with him, his boys that were with him from day one, and building them up. That's what I like. I'm sorry. And a lot of people don't get it. Sorry. He went to Miami to win some championships, Cleveland didn't do it, didn't do it for him, wouldn't do it for him, and didn't bring in players to even help him. His second-best player at Cleveland before he went to Miami. Go, Trent. Uh, Shaq. <laughs> at age <eight>, 41, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> yeah. 40. No. Yeah, when he couldn't even, oh, God. Uh, you're, now, now you're making me mad.
0: Damon Jones. <laughs> there is a bad you
1: can't games. make this up. You There's can't make this up. Teams. So the Stephen A. Smith and the and the Skip Baylesses and who's with Stephen A. Smith now? What's his name? Um, um, oh,
0: anyway, any man,
1: any, man. any any of those guys? You got to bring this stuff up. Okay, so he doesn't have as champ as many championships as Michael Jordan. Great. Did he have a Scottie Pippen? Did he have a Rodman? Did he have a Horace Grant? Did he have a blah blah blah? Go on and on and on. That's why he left. He had no help. And all you guys say, the best, best, the most championships, that equals the best player. No, that's not what you say, Trent.
0: That's not what I say. Because
1: if that were the case, the dude from the Celtics, the old man from the Celtics would have, Bill Russell would Bill be the Russell. champion. Bill Russell. Yeah. So that doesn't, that doesn't count when it comes to Michael Jordan in your cult. Okay. Your freaking cult is embarrassing.
0: All right. Yeah,
1: God, I, I love Michael Jordan. He's the best ever. I still consider him the best ever. With my, I think LeBron right now is on the same par. Guess what Michael Jordan weighed in is. Back, he was so slender. He weighed 206, 210. You know what LeBron weighs? 220.
0: Oh, LeBron don't weigh no 220.
1: I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean 220. I'm sorry. I meant 260. Yeah. Anywhere from two fifty to two seventy five.
0: And a couple of those years with the heat, I think he was up about two eighty. He was <laughs> he was huge during a couple of those years. Alright, we got two minutes left. I let you ramble too long about the NBA. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So give us your thoughts. Jock and Monte Morris, what you're seeing over there.
1: I disagree with you. I unfortunately hate to say this, but I think Jock will now make the NBA. Um, I would if I were him. And his agent, I would say, go to overseas and find the most money. Make yourself some money. That's what I would say. Make yourself some money. Am I saying he can't make the NBA? No way. No. The odds are definitely against it. He is a unbelievable shooter, but I don't think he can do it. As far as Monte Morris, real quick, um, true point guard, they don't have a lot of those in the NBA. He's going to make some, himself some money, I believe. I hated the fact that um, two years ago, the dude from Virginia Tech Seth um was talking about how he essentially said that um he was the best point guard in the nation that 's a joke he was not he wasn 't even close to the best point guard in the nation. He was very good, but guess what this last senior season he was so he was overrated his sophomore year he was underrated this year dude and he 's got a shot he reminds me a had okay a Hardcore watered down version of Kyrie Irving. He's got a little bit of in between game. Am I saying he's Kyrie Irving? Don't even let. Don't even let me say that. Okay, but he's got some of that kind of step back game, in between mm-hmm. game that nobody has. Nobody's Kyrie Irving on on offense. Well, maybe we should talk about that that uh, um, next week. But yeah, as far as what Kyrie Dur- Kyrie Irving does down low and shooting it over 6'10 guys. Um, but he's got a little bit of this. Are you going to give your opinion or no? we got to wait till next week.
0: you got to wait till next week. You took up too um, much time today, Wolfgang. <laughs>
1: That's what I
0: do. I do. It's <laughs> we, hard to do these days, Jay. Yes, yes, but we did very well. Wolfgang, we will do it again next week. People out there listening, looking for that last-minute gift idea for Mother's Day, the Spa at West Glen.
1: That's right. Do it, people. Do it.
0: We'll talk to you next week, Wolfgang. Uh, Have a good weekend, all right? All right, thanks, Trent. See you, man. That's Wolfgang checking in with us. Always good talking with him, and that'll do it for the show today. Thanks, everybody out there for listening in. Once again, a busy week. A lot of football talk today, hoops talk, baseball. Hit it all, and we will continue on. Back at it Monday at noon. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Have a great weekend, everybody.